Cape Town City and Barroca are the only two teams who will not have sleepless nights regardless of how they fare in the last cup competition available this season. City won the MTN 8 earlier this season whilst Barroca last month took home the Telkom knockout. It is now the last opportunity for teams to add gloss to their season. It is now time for the NetBank Cup. Hello and welcome to the Transfer Wrap. I am your host Ngulule Konkeu. Sokaladuma Radio. On the show today, we have Sokala Duma's very own international editor, David Capel, who will take us through the most compelling player sales of the past seven days, including one surprise transfer from FC Barcelona. In the spirit of the NetBank Cup, we'll profile some of the underdogs, including an underdog looking to cause a major upset on the Glamour Boys. Every Wednesday, you can get yourself a copy of the Sokoladuma newspaper for all the latest football stories and exclusive interviews with players and coaches. Here is what was covered in this week's edition of the paper. Bafana Bafana and Vidvesvers defender Butlem Kwanazi sat down with our journalist Biva Nazo as they spoke about the Clever Boys title challenge and Bafana Bafana. Remember Frank Skuman, the former Sundowns defender? Our deputy editor Lunga Adam caught up with the PE native to reminisce about his football career on the Still in Touch section of the paper. One of the best African football players at the moment is Liverpool and Senegal's very own Sadio Mane. He spoke to legendary Thomas Quenaite about his recent success with the Reds and his World Cup appearance with Senegal. As the clubs gear up for the NetBank Cup fixtures, we have a two-page spread previewing some of the spiciest fixtures of the upcoming weekend in the NetBank Cup. You will catch all that great content and so much more on the latest edition of the Sokala Duma newspaper. Sokala Duma Radio. Two PSL teams will be welcoming or rather will be taking on uh, ABC Mutsepe League uh, teams. Uh, that is Golden Arrows playing against Chekastad uh, Junior Shepherds and Kaiser Chiefs uh, traveling to the Sisatukasha Stadium and taking on Tornado FC. So let's hear from uh, the chairman, Ms. Mr. Spiwo Nyobo uh, from uh, Tornado FC and also uh, from uh, the side of Chekastad Junior Shepherd. We'll hear from Mr. Lakingosi. Mm-hmm. From Mm-hmm. And then he 
Alright, we believe in number 11, 11. Uh, if we are talking about the club, uh, the club was formed in 1982. That means in the East London. If you check now your records, we have a team record, now the year team is present. As you take a group of APC. I I joined um, what can the fans expect from the game? Uh, because the Google like as usual. You know, you see team PSL and I party 
South Africa, Golden Arrows, Egmele Ibege, Kuchaka Stad Junior Shepherd, Ngolus Tatu, Big Dala, Ipit Vesves, Ilala, Netimi Point Tigers, Badala, Big Mele Bashiro, about ten nil, Bashiro four nil, equality in Umatlugo equality, Bumkulo Akul. So, what can South Africans expect from Chaka Stad Junior Shepherds on the game against Golden Arrows, Steve Compella's team? Hi, my name is Tubum Kunyana, and in case you missed it, here are some of the news that made the headlines in the world of football in the past seven days. Sundowns were expected to meet with George Levisa to discuss his immediate future at the club, this after the 29-year-old failed to show up for training in the past few days. According to CS sources, Sundowns are looking to solve the current issue with the player, although it is understandable that Lebesu could be growing frustrated with his circumstances, as he has just a week left to complete the move away from Masandawana. Sources have been informed that Lebesu is believed to prefer a move to head coach Benny McCarthy's Cape Town City side, with the citizens having been linked with the player in the past. Kaiser Chiefs have formally opened talks with right-back Ramachem Palele, whose contract expires at the end of the season. The two parties are now indeed locked in negotiations and sources have indicated that Mpathele wants to remain at Chiefs, who are more than happy to extend his stay. According to an insider, Mamelodi Sundowns have shown an interest in their former captain and will be keeping a close eye on these talks in case there is a twist. The South African Police Service, SAPS, have provided an update on an alleged matter believed to involve Bafana Bafana striker who could be in hot water with the law for allegedly assaulting a woman. It was recently reported in local media that the player is believed to be Dugelo Ranti, although the subs have not confirmed nor denied the identity of the accused. Contacted for comment, the subs confirmed that an outcome is pending for the alleged matter after the docket was referred to court on Monday. Polokwane City striker Rodney Ramachalela could well be on his way to Johannesburg this year amid talk of interest from Orlando Pirates and other Absa Premiership clubs. While the Buccaneers and Supersports United have been linked with Ramachalela in the past, we have been informed that Highlands Park are the latest team to make their interest known as he considers an exit. Ramachalela has scored 23 Absa Premiership goals over the past two and a half seasons for Rising Shine.
I'm now joined on the studio by um, Sokola Dumas International Editor Dave Capel. Dave, thank you very much for speaking to us. How are you feeling this year? I'm good. I'm good. It's always nice to chat to you guys about some transfers. Yeah, I was excited um, when we spoke last week uh, that you were going to come through. Uh, excited, but inquisitive as well. Um, one of the most puzzling things, and I, I understand it in a way because clubs have always said that it's very difficult uh, to sign players in January, but be that as it may, we know that there are teams with big checks that like signing players. Um, we haven't really heard much from them. Uh, Real Madrid, Manchester United, uh, Bayern Munich. We haven't really seen major movements from them. Why has it been quiet in your neck of the woods in the international section? Um, I think if we look at Real Madrid, for example, they're just not 100% sure about their current coach. Mm. Santiago Solari, he replaced um, Julian Lopetegui earlier in the season. Yeah, yeah. He's done okay, he's won the Club World Cup, but he's not shot the lights out. So behind the scenes, Mourinho's name is ringing at Real. Um, so I'm thinking they don't want to commit to buying players mm. for Solari right now, um, not knowing he will be there by the end of the season. Um, and then having players that maybe the new coach doesn't want. So I think that's one of the reasons why Real have been quiet. Um, they're still looking for a replacement for Ronaldo. You know, those names that are uh, rumored there, you know, Johazard, Mbappe, um, Neymar, they all cost too much and they won't leave in mid-season. Yeah. But I think we will be in for quite a big transfer window from Real at the end of the season. Mm. Um, right. and, 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 and in the next few days, I mean, we are now entering the last week of the transfer window. Um, any musing of big names or one of the big teams signing one or two players? Um, it's been relatively quiet. The only club that I can really still see um, spending a lot of money is PSG. Um, their coach, Thomas Tuchel, said he's desperate for a defensive midfielder. They have been linked with a couple of names. Um, and I think they will get their men. I just don't know who at this stage because there have been so many names flying around. Yeah, the last I saw of that was Idrissa Gay uh, from Everton. And I thought he's uh, a good player with good statistics in terms of tackles and um, breaking play. In the defensive midfield, is one of the top players in Europe, um, statistically speaking. But would Everton be able to let him go? Yeah, he is one that's been linked with them. Um, I think if PSG um, pay enough, Everton will let him go. Mm. Um, they just need to, you know, reach that point where Everton can't say no anymore. Um, there's another one, Leandro Paredes. Mm. Um, he's with Zenit. He's also chased by Chelsea. Chelsea also still want to sign a defensive midfielder. So that's like a, a race between PSG and Chelsea. I think one of them will, will sign him. Um, and there have been a few others. PSG missed out on, on Frankie de Jong, who joined Barcelona. Mm. Um, but I guess we'll, we'll talk about him just now. Yeah, before we get into that, you know, one of the... One that I would like to see happening is is Dukura from Watford. I mean, he's an excellent uh, central midfielder. If he goes, uh, I saw Javi Garcia speaking about him, uh, that Dukure is one of our players. Uh, he's very important to us. Uh, he's not going anywhere. But I would really genuinely love to see him in a big team because uh, we, we see him scoring goals, making impact from the center of the midfield. Uh, but because he plays for Watford, there are limitations to how far he can take his career. Um, it would be nice to see him in a PSG shirt. Yeah, definitely. I think he's he's one of those players, you know, he impresses as a box-to-box -box midfielder. Yeah. Um, I think he will stay um, till the end of the season and then there will be a couple of clubs that will be interested in him. And I think uh, United, Arsenal um, are also looking at him. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen with him. Mm, yeah, major moves being made by uh, the Blaugrana Barcelona uh, over the past seven days. Um, it was shocking uh, when I saw your story on the website 
um, or a story from your team, uh, the international section of the website, uh, that uh, one of our own sons, uh, uh, German and Ghanaian uh, uh, midfielder, uh, attacking midfielder rather, uh, Kevin Prince Boateng, uh, being signed by Barcelona. His age was being mentioned. Why are Barcelona signing this old guy? However, uh, there are factors to it. Uh, he has experience and so on. Talk, t- talk to us about that move. Yeah, I mean, Kevin Prince Boateng's move from Sassuolo in, in Syria are... Um, where I think he scored around four goals um, in the league this season. To mm. Barcelona was one of the ones that really shocked world football yeah. um, for a couple of reasons. One, no one saw it coming. No one yeah. was, you know, tweeting about it or, or reporting about it a day in advance. Once the rumors happened, everything happened so quick. You know, it, it started on Tuesday morning and he already traveled to Barcelona on in the evening and was announced um, a few hours later. Um Many questioning why they are signing a player like this. I mean, he's he has experience. I think Barcelona are his 11th club yeah. in Europe. He's played for some pretty big ones like Spurs, AC Milan. Um, he scored some important goals, but he's not like one that scores goals in every game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think what was mentioned um, as one of the reasons why they signed him is because one, he has history in La Liga. He played for Las Palmas. His Spanish is excellent. He's very experienced. And he's supposed to take minutes off Luis Suarez um, so that he can rotate more. And yeah, just to bring his overall experience as 31-year-old into into the team. Yeah, I was excited for him because he's one of my favorite players. I love him. Um, I understand that he really doesn't stay a, lo- a long time with teams, 11th team uh, in his career so far. Um, and also another signing from Barcelona was uh, Dutch uh, midfielder um, Frankie de Jong. Uh, talk to us about that move. Was it an expensive signing? Because we know Ajax is a selling club and they don't sell for cheap. Yeah, I mean, he's the most expensive signing of this window, even though he will only join the club at the end of the season. Mm. But I think Barcelona just uh, wanted to get the deal over the line because he was linked with Manchester City, Paris Saint-Germain, Juventus. All of them were interested in him. Mm. He himself said he spoke to Pep Guardiola, he spoke to the PSG coach. But in the end, um, his style of football uh, matched Barcelona's style of football they paid a lot of money for him, 75 million euros, plus another 11 million in, in add-ons. Mm. Um, but everyone that has seen him, that's close to him, says this player, he's only 21 years old, um, matches Barcelona's style of play, Barcelona's philosophy. And there's rumors that um, even Lionel Messi asked the board to sign him, that he wanted this player at the club because he's been compared to, you know, your Johan Cruyff, Xavi, mm. you know, he plays in that type of position and he's really one for the future for Barcelona. Mm, all right. And then uh, another story uh, that you termed the merry-go-round. And it's a merry-go-round because AC Milan needed to get rid of his, needed to get a striker first in order to get rid of a striker. Chelsea needed to get rid of a striker and then as a result, they needed, they needed a striker. Atletico Madrid, I think, uh, last time I checked, was to profit uh, on Alvaro Marata. Uh, as a result, uh, Higuain has now joined Chelsea uh, because Higuain left AC Milan and AC Milan signed a striker. Let's talk about that move. Yeah, so two moves out of this uh, striker merry-go-round have happened so far. Um, Gonzalo Higuain has joined Chelsea on loan. Um, it's a it's a six-month loan deal that they can extend for another season or they can sign him permanently at the end of the campaign. Mm. Um, for them, it makes sense because they struggled with Morata not firing regularly, with Giroud being more of a target man than a goal scorer. Um, Maurizio Sarri, he's played Eden Hazard out of position as Fulton's nine recently, but they struggled to score goals. I think they've 
um, not scored a goal in three of their last five Premier League games. Mm. So they needed, you know, a goal scorer. And uh, Higo Ein, he's played under Sari before. He knows his style of play. I think um, in the campaign that they played together at Napoli, he scored 38 goals, um, a career high for him. So it makes sense for them. Um, AC Milan needed to sign a replacement for him. They got um, Genoa's Piatek, who's been chasing Cristiano Ronaldo for the Golden Boot in Serie A. Mm. And the last piece that hasn't fallen into place yet is Alvaro Morata obviously needs to leave Chelsea because now um, there is no space for him uh, and he will not be happy to sit on the bench. Atletico Madrid are interested in him, but Diego Simeone said the deal is a bit complicated. Um, we still think it's going to happen before the transfer window closes. Mm, all right. It's very, very interesting. Dave, thank you very much as usual uh, for your time and your expertise. Thank you so much, sir. It's a pleasure always. Thank you very much for listening. Look out for our social media posts on after the NetBank Cup fixtures where we'll ask you to react on the football matches. We'll play those reactions on the Fan Reaction Show on Monday. Thank you so much and goodbye for now. Soccer Duma Radio. Soccer Duma Radio.